What's up, everyone, and welcome to Project X Talk, an Xbox podcast, your weekly podcast all about Xbox. This is episode number 32. If you like the show, make sure to drop us a like, subscribe, and share with all your friends. We are live on YouTube every Thursday, usually around 4.45 p.m., except today, special case, uh, having some technical issues. This is still going to go up on Thursday, just going to be a little later. Um, But we will be back next week. Uh, Everything will be back to a normal schedule. I'm your host, Kevin, a.k.a. The Muffin Mon, and I'm joined by two out of the three usuals here. Uh, we have Amon and Garrett. How are you guys doing? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. No. Well, Jinx. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah a lot uh, before we get into the proper show, uh, I did want to say thank you to everyone who checked out last week's episode of Lord Cognito. Uh, the response has been great. You guys seem to really love it. It's probably one of our, our best podcasts that we, we put out. So thank you so much. Uh, thank you to everyone that subscribed. We we saw a good j- jump in subscribers. So and, and thank you to Lord Cognito for coming on again. Um, now, yeah, without further ado, guys. Guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Big, big fan. Uh, without further ado, let's get into the show. And as we do every week here on Project X Talk, we start each episode by asking one simple question. And that question is, what you playing? So, Garrett, what you playing? Um, Mass Effect, up until about 48 hours ago, Rust came out. So me and a few buddies have been playing that, having a hell okay. of a time. It's uh, glitchy. Don't eat corn, if you guys are into that thing. It's like an instant drop bug. You'd like go up to new people like, hey, here's some corn. You just see their body drop like three seconds later and you can just loot it undisturbed. It's pretty nice. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's about it for me. What is Rust before we move on? I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, simply put, it's uh, Ark without the dinosaurs. People band together. In a like, uh, little base and everything, you get resources, but uh, this one it like resets periodically, so there's no like big somebody controls the server and everybody else feels smaller, diminished in the way. It's just like if you get uh, raided oh, or something, is, you just pause is, for three, four days, and then go. Is this is this the game you were saying that the person's like, uh, I work twelve hour shifts, shifts, please don't raid me, or is that a different game? That that's it. It's okay. that type of game, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, cool, cool. Is it the one that keeps resetting every week or something? Yeah. All it's right. uh, I think it's periodic, so sometimes it's a month, sometimes it's a week. I don't know, it just came out two days ago, so still figuring yeah. it out. All right, cool, cool, cool. Definitely uh, up your alley from from what I know of your gaming taste. Uh, Amon, <laughs> what you playing? I just downloaded SnowRunner, and I'm surprised. Okay. I didn't expect it to be that good. It, it was pretty shockingly good. It's quite fun as well. I, I have really low expectations for it. it. just dropped on Game Pass, so I picked it up. Pre-subscribed, for surprised by it, and yeah, it, pretty, it was pretty fun. And I, again, I was continuing uh, my Walking Dead Telltale series, yeah. which, which I'm loving it so far. So, yeah, that's all I've been doing this week. Now, what is SnowRunner? I, I have no idea what this game is. I know I'm asking both of you questions, but you guys are playing some uh, some indies here. So what the what the hell is SnowRunner? So you have a giant snowmobile, and you just drive it across 
of giant snow mountain, snowy mountain. That's it. It's snowmobile oh, simulator. Is that what you're telling me? Do, yeah. Yeah. Do you deliver so, things? Basically, is this... it's not open world. Is... Uh, it's basically there's other snowmobiles. You can like crash into them, or so you can just mind your own business. And... Imagine Forza Horizon, but is that what it's, I'm it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. <laughs> is, it de- is is it Death Stranding with a motor? <laughs> yeah. No, it's not as boring as that. That's <laughs> like, not how, many... As <laughs> how many babies and backpacks are there? Yeah. <laughs> None. None. Uh, okay, well, I, as long as you're enjoying it, you know, wh- whatever, whatever you're enjoying, I, uh, I probably won't check that out based on, on that description. No, so, actually, uh, I've, I'm not even going to joke. I'm downloading it right now. Wow. I, <laughs> I heard it was oh, actually God. pretty good. People have been like just playing their podcasts and playing SnowRunner. I was like, I could get into that. All right, it's a podcast game. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's a podcast game. Yeah, that, that's the word I was searching for. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll go with what I've been playing. Uh, speaking of podcast games, uh, Pokemon Snap. Uh, I beat it. Uh, I've already that's sold good. it. Recouping some money. Good. Those Nintendo nice. games. You know, people are, people are willing to pay like 50 bucks for Nintendo games because they never go on sale, so... Uh, play, you know, making making back some money. It was uh, it was good. What was was the hardest Pokemon to uh snap? Um, well, I don't know if I got them all. I did all the levels multiple times. Uh, I completed the story, and then I was like, I'm not gonna fill out the the photo decks. There's there's just far like it's not exciting enough for me to fill like complete it 100. percent Okay. I think I got especially with no achievements. Yeah. 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 Achievements would be great in that game. I swear achievements would be great in that game. Why is it Nintendo adding an achievement system? Come on. Because they want people to play games for fun, not rewards. Yeah. Now uh about the innocence and pure enjoy, they thrive off of nostalgia. Now go with it. That's true. It it was it was (laughs) the nostalgia trip. Uh, we'll give it that. I, I did enjoy figuring out how to make Pokemon do certain things or interact with each other, but there's definitely way more that I certain like I cannot figure out. Like I don't have the time or the the energy. But a game that isn't fun, and a game I beat also this week. I beat so my second game this week. I beat uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Man, oh man, do I have a lot to say about this game? I was like halfway through it last week when we talked and I'm, I'm not doing the open world nonsense. I don't like open world games as everyone knows. I'm not doing the side quest. So I was strictly storyline. Let's go. The story in this game is downright bad at points. It is laughably bad (laughs) at certain points. I I cannot stress that enough. Give like a Western RPG to compare it to. Is it like, Andromeda like, bad, where it basically just copied another version of the story and added like a different twist. Like, so, make it comparable. So, I like Andromeda more than this game. Like, I'm, I'm gonna okay. be real with you. I like Andromeda more than Horizon Zero Dawn. But if I had to say what the story of Horizon is, it is Terminator meets Jurassic Park meets. <laughs> 
Captain Planet. Uh, basically, you know, Aloy, she's great. She's the literally the only good part about this game is Aloy. Like, if she was not the main character, I would have uninstalled this immediately because she's the only enjoyable aspect. Every other character, dull and annoying and boring. So Aloy's the only good one. Any, anything that's going to go on. Um, but you have to see how this game was made now by what you just described it as. It was like Jurassic Park meets the Terminator. All of my little kid shots just went off like, yeah, that could be sweet. <laughs> With a Greenpeace thing going on. Nice. There was, there All was right. literally... Like, I could see a game like that. <laughs> like, it sounds good. <laughs> literally a moment the other night when I was playing, I texted my brother laughing at it. Because you meet an AI named uh, Mother Gaia or... or Maybe I added the mother part, yeah. but I was like, I was like, this, this is Captain Planet, and then they have like little glowing that, like she based. I was like, these are the Planeteers. So you and Mother Gaia head <laughs> off to take down the the evil eye of Sauron is the best how I can describe the main villain of this game, and then you fucking install ad blocker, and boom, done. Stupid ass game. Stupid oh, story. I, I agree. The story is not that good, but the most enjoyable part of the game for me was just roaming around in the open world, killing dinosaurs. I think that was no. the most enjoyable aspect of the game. That was fun. That that is honestly the least enjoyable part of the game. I fucking hate the combat in this game. The stealth uh. is fun. The stealth is fun. The bow and arrow is fun. The actual like fighting with your spear is god awful. It's so painful to do. And, like, the dinosaurs are annoying more than they are. Like, why are their health bars so big? Why do they take so long? Especially the big ones. It's not enjoyable. Like, the flying what the ones hell were they thinking? It's a metal dinosaur, man. It's going to take but, a bit. It's a video game. I don't want to spend 20 minutes shooting arrows at a freaking bird. So annoying. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand the praise this game gets. I'm definitely not getting Forbidden West. <laughs> this is where the series ends for me. This is the only Horizon game. Aloy lives happily ever after. I don't care what, but what come Sony on. does. There's blue there's red seaweed <laughs> taking over the world. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty I I was adding that to the list of reasons to get a PlayStation. Haven't maybe you'll like it. Yet. You you like a, a like you like Assassin's Creed games, right? Like it's got that open Ish. world. Like, like yeah. I want something that's brave and new. I like mm. I can't commit to an Assassin's Creed game just because like by the time you get ten hours in, you forget which one you're playing. Like, that's oh, fair. Yeah. Viking. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hear I hear I hear the Valhalla DLC. Uh, it, you go to Ireland, and you basically just do the exact same stuff again, and but in a different country. <laughs> like wow. they really just like to milk games, and I don't get it. Ubisoft, uh, piss off. But uh, other than that, I really I've like heard... the Odyssey, Ooh. but Valhalla. Oh, Odyssey, I really like yeah. Odyssey, but Valhalla was little. Uh... I don't like any of them. Give me Prince of Persia. Now there's a game. Um, Far Cry. Far Cry. Yeah, I'm done for that. Other than that, uh, you mentioned it, but I've also been playing Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Uh, Mass Effect 1. I'm about 11 hours into it. And man, I okay. forgot how good this game was. I forgot how much I love Mass Effect. I've never right? replayed it. 
I've never replayed the trilogy. So this was my first time since I played the original one back in, I don't know, 2010 or whatever. Because I got it late. I know it came out in 2007, but I didn't play it right at launch. I, I was a late adopter to Mass Effect. So, man, I am... I'm playing... Uh, I'm just doing normal difficulty legendary modes. That's the new leveling up um, where you get, like, twice yeah. as much experience but like, half the levels. Like, you know, you got 30 instead of 60. Um, doing 1440p, 120 FPS. Looks absolutely fantastic. And... I am level 20 and I've explored all the planets, done like all the side quests I can do on these little planets. Um, and now I'm finally going to go do one of the main missions. I, I just got Liara. Um, so I just literally did like, what's that, the third mission? It gives you those three you can oh. choose from. You can go to Pharos, Novaria, or uh, get Liara. And I literally just got yeah. Liara. Now I'm going to head over to Novaria. So I'm level so, 20, I've got 10 levels left, and like the game's easy mode at this point. I've heard that you could make Liara slightly dumber through the game if you make her like the last mission in the game. <laughs> Supposedly there's a way, like, and I'm like, I'm doing pretty well. I've done like four or five different story planets now, all without <laughs> Liara. Oh. And supposedly you just like go back and pick her up at the end of the game. She's like, what did you do to my mother? And like just a whole bunch of just wow. like random stuff because like she just missed it all. She's just been mm-hmm. in that little thing for yeah. the whole game. <laughs> so like I'm going to try to like make the dumb Liara for the whole playthrough. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I never bring her along with the story mission. She seems like the pick me for the romantic interest, so just like she's boring to me. Yeah, but I don't. Like, I'm not. Could, not a Liara fan. Yeah, I heard that you could just make her clueless to like the whole like the first game. Yeah, and then like she just sort of doesn't know what's going on for the rest. But I'm trying to get through one man. I don't uh, like it as like an uh-oh. adept because, uh, what's the difference? Like warp and throw and things, you could like toss it behind a barrier. You could just lock onto them and then you go out a bit and you cast it and then it like auto locks on them. And it creates a new dynamic that you just don't have in number one because they don't mm-hmm. have the ball. You just sort of shoot forward. So yeah. it, it takes a lot of it away. A uh, few questions for you. Uh, are you playing as Femship or Male Shep? Uh, Femship. Okay, I'm doing male Shep because I've always done male, and to me, that's what Shepard is. I know everyone else likes Jennifer Hale's performance, and she's great, but I did the male. Uh, what class are you? Adept. Like, uh, I'm you... all about the biotic stuff. That's why I'm just, like, I'm gotcha. low-key trying to get through number one. I'm just doing soldier. and I, Oh, really? Yeah, I, th- I think I just, like, missed the option to change my class is the problem. I was like, why No, so... I, t- I took it a little bit at the beginning, too. So you actually have to, like, the quick character will automatically be a soldier. So if you're just mm. picking male ship or female ship, but you have to go and, like, create your own, and gotcha. then you get, like, the backstory and whatnot. If not, you just get the one that's for the story. If that gotcha. makes sense. That, yeah, that's, that's most likely what happened to me. I'm fine being a soldier, because the ability, for one... 
uh, using the abilities is kind of annoying because in the future games you can like you know they're mapped to buttons, but in this one you have to like bring right. up the wheel, and it's it's not very. Uh, well, you get to map one, and yeah. that's very disturbing. You like you get your like I use throw for damn near everything, so mm-hmm. you could like stun a hallway, but uh, then you always have to go into like your little scroll thing and you start like doing the warp and singularity and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. I'm well on my way to a hundred percenting Mass Effect One, and I this is where I wish Xbox broke the achievements out into each game, like PlayStation's doing. Each game is their own platinum because Mass Effect One looks like a super easy a hundred percent. The only thing I think is hard is like the Codex one, where you have to get like a hundred percent of a certain Codex thing, but. Uh, the abilities. I'll just be running around doing the missions and like telling my uh, team to use their abilities in random locations just to boost to like the twenty five percent. I'll be throwing grenades at the ground, hurting them, and then healing to get the omni gels up. So, or the med gels, yeah. omni gels for the uh, the tank. Um, oh, speaking yeah, of that, fun, uh, yeah. I I know we're going on about Mass Effect uh, over here, Mom. Uh, how do you? How do you feel the Mako controls now? Because I still think it's dog shit. <laughs> it's still so bad. Ah, uh, dude. Like, I think it's like they just took the worst bits of games. It's hard to describe because, like, Buddy was sitting down. It's like, so how does the Mako ride? So I've already had to, like, try to describe this. And, like, the turning tries to be like the Jeeps in Halo. And then it also has, like, the fusion of trying to have, like, your regular throttle and things, right? So, like, it's, a like, the worst possible combination between, like, Forza and Halo, if I had to, like, describe it, right? Because mm-hmm. you get, like, driving, and, like, yeah, you could do, like, a pretty good hairpin turn, but then, like, it doesn't commit to either fully. So then, like, you just sort of forget what you're doing at times and going around the corner, you're like, oh, and you biff. I find I just, it annoying as all. I love all the jank animations where it clearly, like, the game won't let you flip it. So it'll do everything yeah. it can to just keep it <laughs> in an upright position. It's fun, but you you have, like, a wide road, and it's crazy, like you said, how often you're in, like, these weird positions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so bad. Going up, going up uneven terrain is so interesting. Like, am I going to yeah. make it? Am I not? Uh, we'll find out. But, excuse me. And enough about yeah, I mean, you should get it. Especially, you've never played it, right? It's, like, no, I have played Mass Effect two and three. I haven't played Mass Effect one. Yeah, I, I really. There's only it. four missions where the Mako is absolutely necessary, but like yeah. other than that, it's straight. Like, it is just grab my childhood game. It's awesome playing it. Scarlet I love it. Nexus. Oh well, Scarlet Nexus, but yeah, that's I that's mean, why I'm <laughs> that's why I'm holding up against on EA Play. I'm between, like, Scarlet Nexus, because, like, everybody's saying it's good, and you guys are starting to get me to, like, at least try JRPGs more and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, Scarlet Nexus or Biomutant, that's where I'm sort of at right now. So I'm holding off on Biomutant, I saw it in our little group chat, but it's going to get a Series X and PS5 version native instead of playing through backwards compatibility. And I don't know if THQ Nordic is going to make you pay, so I don't want to, like, buy this version and then have to pay for the next gen version so i'm gonna hold off on that okay that's that's a good point because like i've heard some people like some of the early reviewers now are saying like uh 
it's has fate or fable vibes. Yeah, that's what I saw. That could actually be sweet. Like, yeah, samurai fable. What? Yeah, the exciting. Yeah, the more I the more I hear about it, the more I think like I think I'd like this game, but it's it's kind of on the the back burner. Like, wait and see. And it's like Um, open world, and I think it's lining up for a multiplayer. Like, it just looks like it could. Just saying. I mean. Uh, I know off topic, but BioMutant they released like what the specs were for is 4K 60 on Series X and then 1080p 60 on PS5, and I'm just like right. the PS5's backwards compatibility is trash. Like the fact that it's it's limited by what the PS4 Pro can do, like that's how good they can make the game is ridiculous to me. Yeah, but enough about that. Um, yeah, Mass Effect, go play it, loving it, uh, great game. Uh, I'm a romance tally, I think, for this time. I'm going tally. A- oh, Ashley? Fuck Ashley. I used to like her. I think she was my ever my first romance option when I originally played, and I fucking hate her now. She's a. St- I might actually like her. I might actually make the the choice for Caden, and that's a that's a hot take right there. <laughs> I've never done that. That's a hot take. But we'll uh we'll move into the news roundup. Story number one. Uh-huh. Did oh come over say? What what are you playing this week? Amon? Oh yeah. I, I, we already did him, Snowrunner. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, never mind. Sorry. Snowrunner and Telltale games. <laughs> now you're good. You're yeah. good. <laughs> and FIFA uh, twenty one, yes, I forgot to say that. FIFA. Yeah. Ugh. My comfort Fuck game. FIFA. My comfort game. Career <laughs> mode is a lot better, actually. I've been playing it. Career, career mode is way better. They yeah, added some good that's quality the only thing I mean. But uh, Pro Club is I still thought FIFA trash. Better Pro Clubs. I really like the Pro Clubs. But... Pro Clubs is trash. Everyone's just a pace abusing yeah. five foot four midget, and it's so annoying. Tech, the defending for AI is absolutely horrendous in this game. Uh, forget it though. Well, uh, <laughs> we're actually going to go into the news roundup now that I said it three times. So story number one, and I, I labeled this one Starfield, Starfield, Starfield. Uh, we got leaks. We got release date rumors. Uh, we got a lot to talk about with Bethesda's upcoming sci-fi RPG. So we're going to start with the leaks. Last Friday, a Twitter user named TV, uh, I believe is how you say it, posted multiple images of what he claimed were from Starfield, specifically a build from 2018. So the images are a little outdated, but it does show presumably the main character in, in the, a spacesuit, uh, some sort of HUD, and screenshots from the first perspective view around the space station, which we haven't seen before. Have you guys seen these screenshots? Yeah, yeah I'm glad they're on an older playthrough. <laughs> that's my yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. my uh, that's my first. What, what was your initial uh, initial thought when you saw it? Um, it Outer looks worlds. cool, but uh, I hope it was exclusively like a building demo mm-hmm. thing, because everyone's like, ooh, look at the buildings, and I was looking at any corner that just had the open terrain to see some sort of plant life, and that's pretty barren rock there, bud. Yeah. Didn't, I, I was like, didn't stop uh, me a light. You can't, I, I just, I hope that's, it was just a building demo. Yeah, or whatever, because if not, you best rely pretty heavily on that procedural generation there. I yeah, don't know from how I don't know how interesting craters can be. 
Yeah. It is from three years ago, so I'm not going to judge it too harshly, but it didn't do any... It looked pretty generic for a sci-fi RPG, to be honest. It, it didn't do anything, really, to get me excited. Um, so I'm hoping the actual trailer, whenever we get that, will uh, will do a little more for me. But I did want to give a shout-out to Mr. Matty Plays, the host of Defining Duke and Ham Radio, and also a successful YouTuber in his own right. Um, he actually has an amazing roundup video on all these leaks, um, and I'm pulling a little bit from his video here because he actually dove in a, a little more to the screenshots. He specifically pointed out that we see Axion Energy, that logo all over the place. It's on the, the one with the astronaut standing outside looking up. It's on uh, the inside area all over the walls, um, leading to speculation that this could be a faction within the game. Um, we also saw areas where kind of looked like prey where you could like leave and exit the space station and Scalzi didn't confirm spacewalking as they're calling it um but he did say that there is a gravity meter in the hud and a ship entrance exits in the game so is is this an important part of the game do you guys do you, uh, would you be bummed if we we couldn't i mean i think we can leave the space station based on one screenshot but do you want to go out and and explore space uh yeah like walking well, yeah, I definitely like want to explore space. Yeah, like, we're definitely going to have a spaceship. I'm pretty sure we could control it. Yeah. I hope so. And then, like, it looks from the building. Like, I like the architecture because it looked semi-realistic, which I sort of like about uh, the Fallout thing. Like, Fallout, yes, I get it's not realistic, but if you actually got into the lore of the game, it's all, like, what they switched out from our timeline was actually pretty reasonable. And, like... Oh, that's the influences, right? I like the way they mm -hmm. do their uh, world building and whatnot. Yeah. So, like, I'd be excited for that. Like, maybe you'd, like, become, like, a little, like, some space drifter. And you just, like, go around to different wrecks. And there's, like, a weird monster on there. That could be cool. Like, floating around through the space station, all, like, uh, Aliens mm -hmm. Isolation style. I know in Prey, when you would go out there, would occasionally be like aliens to attack you, and those things are a pain in the ass in the low gravity to fight. Right? <laughs> I hated those space sequences, but given more time, they could probably do better, right? I'm excited to try those things. I'm on spacewalking. Oh, I cut you off, Garrett. Sorry, I thought you were done. I hope we oh, get no, to the I was just going to say, I hope we can explore. If if we're just or, stuck in one space station, I'm gonna be pretty disappointed. Very disappointed. Like Starfield, you know, I want to explore the stars. You know, yeah. So hopefully, we get to do that. Mm -hmm. I cut you off, Gary. You had you had one more point you were trying to make. Oh no, I was just gonna say, don't make it like a fundamental thing of the game, though. Because like I imagine, if it is like prey, people would get pretty tired of it if you had to do it like. I hope, like I, hope like I hope it's not like ship right. to ship like we get options with that like sometimes you could dock but there will be like times where you could go to like a space wreckage and drift out and check it out mm -hmm. like as long as it's optional sweet yeah um i hope it's not like yeah i like pray but there's definitely you know i i dropped it like halfway through because there's definitely some issues with that game so i hope it's kind of, I, I want it to be more RPG, not survival horror. And and that's what I'm, I'm banking on here. But we'll wait and see more. Um, but 
that's not the last of our Starfield talk uh, because there's been a lot of talk going around on Twitter about when this game is actually coming out. So Jeff Groves from GamesBeat has long been saying that it was planned for 2021 along with a bunch of other insiders. I know Mr. Matty Place has said that he heard 2021 as well as was the plan. Um, but over the weekend, Jeff Grubb tweeted at Blessing Eddie Uye Jr. from Kind of Funny saying, you're right about Starfield's release date. This was a follow-up to their Gamescast conversation where Blessing predicted spring 2022. Jason Schreier also chimed in today saying, quote, Starfield is nowhere near done according to several people familiar with development. It'll be at E3, but the planned release date I've heard is way later than most people expect. And he wants people to set their expectations. He followed up, I've heard a specific date in 2022, but we'll leave it to them to announce. Um, guys, is, are, you, are, you, are you bummed? It seems, it seems we're, we're not getting Starfield this year. I know, I think I said that I yeah. was pretty confident we were going to get it this year, but um, everyone's telling me that's, that's not happening. You, uh, you feeling bummed? You disappointed? Well, that you makes okay you wonder. That? that makes you wonder if we'll see it this year at E3. What what what's coming for you there, bud? <laughs> a giant ass B. So give me a second. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you get it. Boss so battle. like that, it makes me wonder that. All right, but it makes me wonder if we'll actually see Starfield. Yeah, it makes me wonder if we'll actually see Starfield this E3. So if it's like a holiday twenty twenty two we might as well just see it next year you know what's the point of showing it this year and get hyped um cause like see that's a hard one cause I I personally thought that like Bethesda I think the most we're gonna get this E3 is a CGI a CGI? yeah I don't know a little I think thing CGI on trailer. I could see that with like some link maybe to something website, like what we like... go with uh, Dark I think that's what I'm expecting. With which one? Sorry, you glitched out. For like, a remember? Yeah, remember how like we got the perfect dark tease? I yeah. think we're gonna get yeah. similar, something similar to that. And then next year we get the whole Todd Howard presentation. He walks through the game, and yeah, the way he does it, which everyone loves. So hopefully we get that next year. But if we do get it God this year, I'm not God gonna Howard. God, that was so corny when he was that popular. <laughs> God, uh, <laughs> such a weird time in gaming. gaming I know, right? Seal a tree. It, uh. <laughs> but, uh, oh my god. Uh, what do you think? You think we're going to see it this year? ID3? I think we're going to see a bit more of it than a little trailer. Like, I don't know. I was anticipating if they're going to release it in November, they would have a mm-hmm. video sort of like Fallout 4 when it showed a little bit about the world, a little bit about the fact or factions, a little bit about the court or core mechanics like the town building and settlement. But uh, if they're going to release it later, maybe they could do like a little summer of those sorts of things. Right? Because yeah. I think they're going to try to or, do a big sorry, batch four or five months before the game comes out. Okay, go ahead. Game Awards. What a, we might get at Game Awards this year. If it's a spring yeah. game, I think Game Awards. If it's Could holiday, be, I like, think E3 2022. But that's like February prediction. is a big date too, and that's still definitely a winter game. Yeah, so if it's coming out February, I think Game 
sports is the perfect time to do like the Todd Howard presentation. presentation. Yeah. When is the Game Awards usually? I forget that one. December, like te- December tenth. Yeah. Or some, okay. Some, yeah. Then that. it could work. Yeah. What else do we have about Starfield? Mm, let's see. That there's so much. I don't know. I just didn't want to get too much <laughs> off of his vibe, but he's like boxing a bee right now. <laughs> the bus battle. Kevin risks the bee. Yeah. I hope he. I wonder what his Spotify playlist song for this was. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, so, so what do like, you think? how do you get paid in, in well, SnowRunner? I was going to ask about this before because, like, I'm actually genuinely. I've only played it, right it for now. an hour. I've only played it for one hour. So I just finished a tutorial. It's more okay. of like picking That's a car. All you have is like this. Yeah. You have a car? Like, or do you actually yeah, have Yeah, so like you a pick skidoo? a car. It's like, the, I think there's Ford um, and some other stuff you can pick. I'm not a car guy. So, um, you pick a car and then you have to do the tutorial. And then basically you can just bash around in your snowmobile. That's okay, literally what cool, this game cool. is. It's a podcast game, as Kevin was saying. Yeah. That's as Nice. Uh, well, well, when do you think Starfield's coming out? Starfield? I don't know. I'm still yeah, hoping on no, November. Who, who, <laughs> no, who do you think's right here? Like, Mav. He says his insider told him that Starfield started development in 2016, like proper development, full-on development. And then Jason Schreier says that Starfield started its development like 2018. So, what All do right, you guys, think? Uh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> in, uh, That's all good. How how is the fight? Oh, it's it's it's, it's trapped in my bathroom. Oh so. boy. <laughs> Yeah, Where, I can't, Where am I? Can't quite get it at the moment. I'll figure it out after. Um, just, uh, yeah, just yeah. It's a it's a big guy, and I I think I kind of pissed him off. I think he knows I wanted to to smash him to death. But what uh what are we talking about? Starfield? Starfield? Yeah, we're yeah, still Starfield. talking about Starfield. We didn't know what subjects you wanted to switch it to next. So we we're just slowly pivoting. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're off the cuff here. Uh, where are we going? Uh, oh yeah, release dates. You guys already we talked about release dates. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, we were talking about release dates. Okay. Uh, I think well, it's I... spring twenty twenty two, like March. Yeah. I hope. I hope no later than that. Well, see, th- that's the thing I'm conflicted about. I'm just telling Garrett this. Like, do you th- think if? It's a holiday 2022 game. Do you think we'll see it at E3 this year? They might as well just show it next year, you know? So, because Jason Schreier is hinting it at being like a holiday 2022 title. So if it's that, why show it this E3? Why not just show it next year? No, I think showing it this year is still valuable because we haven't seen anything from it. Literally, everyone's hyped for a game we've seen nothing from. So, like, I don't... I don't think they need to reveal tons, but at least more than we have now. CGI trailer, maybe? No, I think we need gameplay. Yeah, I think it's going to be a mechanics video, like Fallout 4. I hope. Saying that before. I hope we get gameplay, but if it's a holiday 2022 title, I doubt. 
Or, well, you know, there's also the Game Awards. The other hand. There's also the Game Awards. They're, like, showing what sure. they actually got. We will find out in a, in a few weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's all the, the Starfield talk we have, though. Um, unless I'm forgetting something, but I don't think so. So we can move to story number two. And it's highly anticipated indie title, The Ascent, gets the release date. Curve Digital has finally announced when The Ascent's coming to Xbox. And it's only two months away. July 29th, fans will be able to get their hands on this cyberpunk isometric twin stick action RPG shooter. Adjectives. Um, previews went out to media this week, giving fans a little showcase of what to expect. And first of all, have you guys, I know I'm on, this, I think this is one of your most anticipated titles. You, uh, you guys seen any of the coverage? I'm going to start with you. Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah. I've watched Ryan McCaffrey's two hour hands-on review. And yeah, it yeah. looks pretty good. It's basically, uh, as he said, if like that acquired the Blade Runner license and called this game Blade Runner, it would Perfect. It will work perfectly. It will fit in perfectly in that universe. I'm really liking the aesthetic, the cyberpunk aesthetic they're going for. I think it does it much better than Cyberpunk 2077 did. The whole cyberpunk theme. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh really? So maybe you're just a yeah. cyberpunk fan, like yeah. as a word, not as a game. Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I. Cyberpunk was might be the first cyberpunk setting game I have played. I think, yeah. Wow. Garrett, yeah, I'm you really looking that? forward to ESN. Uh, I checked it out a bit, but uh, I actually got more excited for it because people were telling me it was uh, sort of Diablo-like with the gear level. I heard that too, yeah. So I was like, yeah. okay, that could be cool. Twin stick shooter Diablo. All right, I'm down. Yeah, there's a few the few things that I thought were interesting was uh, there's no classes. You can distribute skill points however you want, and you're not punished for respecking. Um, the only thing I'm not, they didn't touch on in any preview I saw was how progression works for your character if you join your friend's game. Like, do you get loot? Do you, you know, is, is everything cross progression? I, I, I want to, I, w- I would like to know that since seeing that this is a game Primarily to play with friends, I think, since it's, it's four-player. I, I can't see me playing this alone. I'm not even sure I will, will play it much at all. I would certainly try because it's day one on Game Pass. But I'm not sure that the, this will. This isn't really my type of game. Um, but it's certainly more exciting now than I was uh, even a week, you know, back when it was revealed. So I think the, the, review, the preview is working. It's building hype for this game, and we're only two months away. So, I don't know. It kind of gave me Beyond Good and Evil Two vibes. Beyond Good and Evil Two vibes, huh? What? Yeah. In what ways? Yeah. In what ways? No, like just the aesthetic, the aesthetic of the like setting, sort of. Yeah. Oh. Okay. No, because like if you watch the Beyond Good and Evil Two, the CGI trailer. And then if you watch the Ascent CGI trailer, they look a lot similar. The the whole setting of it. So yeah, kind of getting similar vibes. Oh wait, quick oh. quick segue. Do you guys think we're gonna see Beyond Good and Evil two this E three? No. 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 Oh man, I wish I wish we see it. I I think that's all but canceled. Like I don't want to. Like I don't want that. The CGI trailer. Like I still play it because it looks cool. Right, they have that <laughs> yeah. one and the other one about like the other ship coming 
like a little spaceship coming towards the larger one in like some huge storm, but like it looks so sweet. But I think I that know, we're right? running into a thing where uh, uh people are forgetting that they're supposed to put some money into their development, not just the advertising. Yeah, I can't see it I there. I think, Ubi, I think Ubisoft kind of give, given up on that title. It's gonna it's skull and bones, you know. It's gonna be delayed and delayed and never come out until eventually people just forget about it. Yep. But move into story number three, uh, since we had a little interruption here and the podcast a little prolonged. Um, there are new Game Pass editions. We have Peggle Two on cloud, PVZ Battle for Neighborville on cloud. Fusion Frenzy on cloud, Joyride Turbo on cloud, Mech Warrior 5 on cloud, Conan Exiles on cloud and console, The Catch on cloud console PC, Snow Runner cloud console PC, Maneater cloud console PC, The Wild at Heart on console and PC, Knockout City on console PC, Slime Rancher on PC, Secret Neighbor on PC, Celasta on PC, and Spellforce 2 on PC. Now, I want to get your guys' uh, feelings on this, but in my opinion, that's a weak-ass month. Not a single game yeah. of interest there for me. Really? Yeah. I have a couple. Buddy who's been trying to get me Maybe into the PVC shooter and uh, MechWarrior for me. I own, Sorry so, for to be fair, I own, I own PVC, but that's it's already it's, that's been on Game Pass for a while. It's just coming to the cloud version. Oh, okay. But yeah, all the PVC but, uh, looks interesting. Like a shark RPG. That's what it was advertised as. Mm-hmm. That might be interesting. I don't know. I'm probably going to check it out and delete it after like two hours. So, uh, Which game were you talking we... about? Shark Man-eater. 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 I actually wrapped that game. Uh, like it, it, it was pretty fun. Did the whole thing. Really? How are the R- RPG elements? Because that's what people are saying. Like, don't imagine a shark don't RPG. start RPG is a little bit more than a word. <laughs> like, there's... Four different shark armor sets that you could get that you mix and match, but if you put them on together, it gives like a way fatter, better <laughs> bonus. So most people just do like. Other than that, like you could level up your bite strength and weird things. I don't. I, don't know, I just think that we're starting to get to uh, like uh, Horizon is an action adventure game. That has Archer game with RPG elements. Those are not RPGs. Yeah. Like uh, it's yeah, action adventure game with leveling up. Like mm-hmm. Mass Effect, I consider more of an RPG because you take Mass on that Effect role, isn't... right? RPG, yes. A little more action based than 2 and 3, but yeah. the 100%. Yeah, I, I agree with you. We definitely need to stop labeling everything as RPG, because I'm not role-playing as a shark. Like, I'm just not. <laughs> oh, and it's uh, narrated by the dad from uh, Rick and Morty, so that's great fun, too. <laughs> Did not know that. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing really to get excited for there. Nothing for me to get excited for. 
Maybe I'll try Knockout City if my friends want to, but like I don't really care. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna play Mech Warrior for the nostalgia vibes. I remember that game came out when I was younger, and it was like one of like the first five shooters okay. I've ever actually played. Mech, uh, Mech, Mech Warrior. Warrior. Oh, Mech Warrior. Yeah, it's just going around in a giant robot and then you put a cannon on your back and you chill out in some trees because yep. well, you're a giant mech warrior. You're sort of noticeable going across the field. So you stay in like a forest and blow people up. It's great mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we'll move into story number four. And it's just a quick update on the Epic versus Apple drama. Shared from Steven Totillo. Uh, I think he writes for Kotaku, if I remember correctly. Uh, more redacted documents courtesy of nintendo nintendo says uh these portions of an xbox business development executives deposition reflect competitively sensitive information about negotiations between nintendo and microsoft the executive was primarily deposed about bringing xcloud to ios and more broadly discussing the console business this has led to speculation that the redacted items in this deposition were about xcloud on switch which is something we covered a while ago do you guys think that this fuels the fire you think uh, we're getting closer and closer xcloud is coming to switch no doubt in a mind. mine yep definitely probably end of 2022 we're gonna get xcloud on switch full support Wow, you think it's you think I, it's a little further away? I think it's pretty closer. I think it's closer than that. I think it's who's Nintendo yeah, releases it's the closer. Switch Pro, Switch Pro, right? Oh, so they can okay, actually yeah, I forgot handle. about that. Yeah, that could, could happen. Oh, do you guys Switch think Pro Astro will X-Pod. get revealed this E3? Yes, I do. I I was thinking more about Game Game Awards. I thought it would get revealed around that time and released around March. No, I think they're gonna want it for the holidays. Yeah, probably. Switch, Nintendo's switch. just blowing everyone away. Like I mean, sales, in terms of sales, sales and, in terms of yeah, sales, in terms of Nintendo's just terms of giving me games, in terms of giving me games to play on their freaking console, not so much. Not for the last two years. I think about two Switch games in two years. When, when was like, Metroid pathetic. announced? Metroid Four. <laughs> Metroid Four was announced like five yeah. years ago. It's still not out. <laughs> It just restarted it like two years ago or a year and a half or something. I don't know. X, X Cloud on Switch, uh, I think it's coming. I think it'll come with the Switch Pro. I can see an announcement at, at, at E3, if not Game Awards. Um, I think it's closer than it is further away. I don't think it's going to be Nintendo on that. I think it's just going to be Microsoft being like, you can play uh, basically any game that's on their cloud uh, portion of the streaming service on Switch. Do you feel differently, Garrett, or no? Not really. You said it pretty full. I don't know. It's just now that you somebody else said it aloud, it's like, man, that's a lot of gaming. That's a yeah. lot of people. They are they the the ramifications of the Netflix Netflix of X or gaming really came out there. Shit. Yeah. That's a lot. I mean the Switch has sold like 80 million units or something. I think it was like 73 last. So they're well on their way to becoming like, they keep at the pace. They'll no doubt become like the most yeah, successful. Yeah, this company. is like it's mid-gen point, right? Yeah. And yeah. the way Nintendo the way Nintendo handles like uh, handheld 
like groupings, like all the DS sales are put in one group. So yep. all the Switch sales are put in one group. Like they don't separate Switch Lite and Switch Regular. Like so the Switch Pro will get folded into that group and then that's oh, just okay. gonna increase the like you're just they're just boosting the uh, well on their way to like Switch becoming the, the best selling of all time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be crazy. Yeah, I think that's definitely a possibility. And finally, story number five. What the hell is going on with WB Games? Uh, announced this week, AT&T, the parent company of Warren Media, announces a merger with Discovery. Uh, now, the simplest way for me to explain this is some game studios from WB are going to this new company formed with Discovery while some are staying under AT&T, but we have no idea which ones are going where. Is that, is, is that about it? You guys have a different understanding of the situation? Yes, I have a different no. understanding. I think they're going to split up. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, I think there's a lot majority of their uh, studios, and WB is going to become like an IP distributor, like um, Lucasfilm Games. So they're going to distribute IP like Batman, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, out to companies like how Lucasfilm Games is doing. So I think that's what Discovery is going to do. Uh, and then I think my, most of the big studios like Rock City, Monolith, Avalanche, they're going to remain there, but like, the support studios are probably going to get sold off. Interesting. That's just a wild guess, right? I haven't, I haven't seen anything to say which is going to Discovery and which isn't. Yeah, no, they still haven't announced it. I think we'll get like, a better idea of it sometime later this year. A strange acquisition, though, like the Discovery Channel. Yeah. <laughs> Since when are they getting into games, you know? <laughs> Yeah, they also uh, like since HBO Max history now, so. been accurate, like the History Channel. God, that's bad. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I'm just sad that I'll my hopes of a Nemesis system being in a Bethesda game is diminished now. Oh, that's never gonna happen. They too. trademarked it. Remember? Right, but that's what I was still hoping Man, for. Microsoft should WB just go acquire this, co- this new was... discovery thing, whatever it is. Microsoft Get out of here. just go acquire them. Let no, the man speak. It makes so sense. No, it doesn't. It's not going to happen anymore, man. Just have a beer. Do whatever you got to do. Go. It's done. We need that Batman Let it IP. Go. We, need the nem- I was... we need the nemesis system. Yeah, that's that's all really... That justified like a quarter of that purchasing cost to me. Was just for the fact that like the next I, Skyrim I only game, care about like a bandit things. ran away and then came back with like a counter to whatever build you were doing. Like stealth, stealth archers be afraid that they have like a tracker for you now. That'd mm-hmm. be so sweet. It'd be awesome. Amazing. Game changing for the entire wow. Western RP department that Xbox just so happens to own. But no, bury that hatchet. It ain't gonna happen. Gaming could have been beautiful. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Well, Amon <laughs> thinks uh, Microsoft is buying everyone, so come, you know, by twenty. No, I, I think I think Microsoft I think like 64 the ones the, the ones that do stay behind at AT and T, they will be AT and T will probably be looking to sell them off because they're like 120 billion dollars of debt. So I'm not I'm not sure Microsoft might buy them, but. I'm def. They're probably gonna be interested. Like if it's someone like Monolith or Avalanche or Rocksteady or Netherrealm, 
Microsoft will probably be interested in getting one of them at least. Yeah, that's true. Whoever can make me a Killer Instinct game, sign them up. Why? Oh no, out of Why all WB games, Mad Max. Mad Max, those storms were because oh, no. Batman. Batman on top of all. You keep your email, if rich boy. Xbox got the Batman IP. <laughs> that would have been beautiful. It's something. We, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping this doesn't impact the Gotham Knights, um, you know, development. Because Ooh, I yeah, I didn't even right think about year. that. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Also, like, there's like, I don't care about that. Yeah, it's Harry Potter, stupid, but. Um, let's, uh, what? What? <laughs> Harry Potter sucks. Okay, what's your favorite franchise of all time? Uh, that's such a that's such a you have to narrow it down more than that. Like that's way too that's way too broad of a question. A WB Games franchise. WB Games franchise. Um, Come on. I mean. I don't play many of them, to be honest with you. I don't. I I don't. Gotham Knights is the first Batman game I actually care about. Um, Wait, really? You didn't like the yeah. Arkham games? Nah, not for me. Whoa! <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Don't care about Harry Potter. Don't care about Lord of the Rings. I mean, I like the Lord of the Rings movies, um, but I don't care about their games. Like, I don't. I just don't care about movie games. Like. Or book, like, I don't care. I'd rather see, like, a new... I'd rather see a new IP. I mean, like, I don't know. Mortal Kombat's under W, like, right? They're on this thing, like... Yeah. Mortal Kombat's better than any of those. Like, I'd rather have a Mortal Kombat game. Fair. Valid choice. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> I, I mean, Injustice is awesome. Inju Injustice is a great yeah, story. I know they're ad they're adopting it. Like th that's cool stuff. Like I don't know. I'm much more. I'm much more along those lines. I. I well, Netherrealm really are rumored to be working on a Marvel game. On a Marvel fighting game. Yeah, it's, it's Avengers versus X Men. From what I've heard, Avengers versus X Men is what I've heard it's going to be. I don't care what. Well, it is. why that? They so, could just do another Marvel versus Capcom, right? Well, and just like, I mean, get I, them all in there. Well, they need Capcom, but I'd I'd like to see them do something like they did with Injustice for Marvel. Like you got you have my money day one then. Oh yeah. Well, that was good thing. I mean, they they definitely took inspiration from from some comics. Like uh, there's definitely yeah, yeah, like the boys, Jupiter Legacy. Yeah, there's definitely comics where Superman uh, is evil, but. I, I do agree. It was a good story. Um, we will end the news roundup there. We got a few rumors this week. Um, rumor number one comes from King Ragnar and says Arcane Studios, the studio behind Dishonored, Prey, and Deathloop, are creating an open-world vampire game codenamed Omen. Little's known about the project. But guys, if this is real, are you interested? Amon, Take my money. First? Take my money, yeah. I, I love... I love dark fantasy, magic sort of stuff, and vampires definitely fit in that category. Um, I hope it's yeah, but, not like Dishonored, but yeah, if this vampire game, open world, take my money. 
don't you think vampires are sort of like uh, zombies in that respect that it's it's a little overdone? Vampires are not overdone. For vampire, how many games have vampires in them? Yeah, there's uh, only vampire. Vampire or vamp vampire, and then there was another That's few it. of them: Masquerade, Bloodlines. Yeah, Master Bloodlines um, came out in 2004. Sorry, um, I guess um, maybe you guys are right. I just finished the Vampire campaign in Skyrim not too long ago, and that just takes mm. forever. Like, especially with the DLC, that was... God. I like I, Vampire. I, Vampires are cool. Yeah. Blade. They're, like, they're like civilized civilized zombies. <laughs> Underworld, great, great movies. Underworld, great. So I'm, I'm all for vampires. Uh, I don't want an open world game because I, I tend not to, to yeah. like those. There's very few open world games I actually like, but I'm all for vampire game. Like Arcane, definitely. They, I mean, Prey scared the shit out of me, so I'm 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 all for it. They could definitely scare me with some vampires. All right, fair yeah. enough. I don't know if they did like an open world 30 days of night survival horror game. That would be cool. God, yeah. That would be uh, awesome, actually, now that you think of that. That was my favorite vampire movie, because it was the most mm. realistic. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I'd be, I'd be pretty scared. I hope this game is not stealth-based. Oh, I hope it is. I hope it, I don't know, I kind of hope it is stealth-based. No, because, like, Dishonored stealth was good, but it got boring after a while. It felt this, very was open, this was open world, though. Like, imagine... Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking like, imagine you're going through the world. You have to like sneak. <laughs> this is gonna sound creepy, but you have to sneak into like a like a villager's home and like drain his blood or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, that's what vampires do, right? They show up in your house, suck your blood. I think this was the yeah, fantasy. But then again, it could also I go uh, Van Helsing. Sorry, but it could also go Helsing. Van Helsing, where you just like go in and swoop. And you lord over a town. Then they slowly rise up and send vampires hunter hunters after you. Vampires are very they're not zombies where it's like, okay, we mm, got the, the walkers and the runners. It's yeah. very uh artistically done. Just I'm gonna be pissed if they sparkle. Mm -hmm. well, well, they're not sparkle. Yeah, I think I think this was the fantasy uh, IP arcade we're working on. Remember, we, I think we covered it like what ten weeks ago on the podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. I think this was. I it. know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was supposed to be open world as well. So I think this is what that was referring to. That adds but up I don't to have me. A note. Have you guys watched Castlevania on Netflix? No. Watch it. No. Definitely watch it. It is great. Girlfriend and You'll her brother. Uh, watched it. They said that uh, it gets more on track from season three, but it was a weird ending. That that was the uh, watch it. It's, it's a good show. Interview I got. Hmm. I'll uh, I'll think about it. I'm not making any commitments to to Castlevania, but uh, yeah, okay, Arcane. Whenever you want to show us the open world uh, vampire game, I'm I'm all for it. Um. Rumor number two is Microsoft might be working on a modding platform for Xbox. Uh, this actually ties back to our first story because a part of the Starfield leak included a statement regarding Bethesda's new next-gen creation engine. And the line says, 
Next-gen creation engine will be better than ever for modding and also push Microsoft's platform-wide modding system for consoles, which is coming at a later date. Um, we already know that Bethesda allows modding in their games on Xbox. Would you like to see mods widespread throughout other games? I would, would love be- it. To be honest, like I think that's the thing that pulled me back into Skyrim and Fallout for sure. I still play those when I see a good uh, mod review come out on YouTube. Yeah. The longevity to games is just insane once you add mods to them. Sir, Amon, you were going to say something? Yeah, modding is not for me because, like, yeah, modding is not for me because, like, you can't get achievements when when you, like, mod a game. So it's not for me, but I know there's a large community like just focused on modding. And um, there were some issues when Bethesda allowed modding on the Xbox platform. Like some, they they couldn't do a lot of stuff because of like copyright issues and stuff. So I wonder if that's gonna be a thing again. Hmm. I don't know. I've never been one for mods. Um, I don't think I've ever modded okay. a game. I just. I like to play it the way that the developers made it. I understand that some people like to... Oh, that's not true. I actually modded uh, Morrowind back in the day and leapt through towns. Like, just, you put the, you put the, oh my god, I was leaping through the air, flying like Superman. Yeah, yeah, so I actually have played a modern game. Um, but it just kind of, like... Kind of takes me, it takes you out of the experience. And my, like, there are certain mods I can understand. Like, if you just want to increase the resolution, like that Fallout mod that makes it 4K 60 and where um, FPS boost lowers the resolution. Like, those I think have a place that those are great. Things that in- inherently change the gameplay experience, I'm not really interested in playing. Um, and then the fact that they do, you know, take away the ability to get achievements. I, I do like getting some achievements now and again for games that I really enjoy. So I wouldn't, I, I don't really care about the modding. I definitely think it would uh, be beneficial for a lot of people in the community. I think a lot of people are asking for this, especially since Xbox is on PC and console now. It is a, an ecosystem and you have mods on PC, obviously. So it does make sense that they're trying to get some uh, some parity and, and it might drive sales. You know, people see like instead of investing and in upgrading their PC, well, they can get the, the mods and the games they want over on Xbox. So maybe they'll go over there. Anything else to add to the, our modding discussion, guys? No, I'll put a little argument in for you, though, that uh, okay. I think it's way more immersive. Like, yeah, let's okay. just take the broad one of Skyrim because it's something that everybody knows. There are ones where you could take the dragon and make him a Thomas the Train, train Engine thing with uh, <laughs> his, his, like, intro music coming down instead of, like, the dragon swoop. All right? Like, there is that. But uh, there uh, is also, like, the playthrough that I'm doing right now where it just adds more species to everything and adds more weapons, and then it gives a religious overhaul system to uh, change your playthrough of the game, right? Like, I pray to the dragon, actually. So every time I kill a dragon, I appease him. It's a weird religious system, but uh, oh, so like it's so much more immersive, right? Like, and you could play your evil playthrough by praying to the Daedra instead, right? And it just adds so much. And then another one that 
does is I noticed the magic in Skyrim was a little bit lacking. It was pretty mundane. It's like you get your six fire spells, your six lightning spells. You get to summon some things. But in uh, with the modding community, it adds another 500 spells. Now I could just be like some archmage that summons a meteor to decapitate a dragon from the friggin' moon. It's awesome. <laughs> right? So I think it's a you-get-what-you-want sort of thing with it. If you want a funny sort of thing, it can break the game and whatnot. But if you're looking for more immersion, definitely. There are mods that completely change the movement system even so that uh, your stealth assassin builds could actually do like that cool little like jumping on the posts. It doesn't look like Mirror's Edge, but it looks like a step in that direction, if that makes any sense. You muted. Yeah, no, I was saying that does that does make sense. Uh, I guess I guess I wasn't really thinking about it from from that perspective. Um, I mean, I would love to see like if they incorporate the way Bethesda is done, like have a place for creators to go. You don't, you know, you're not downloading from sketchy things. You and I think some creators get royalties on Bethesda. Is that true? You can buy some of the mods. Well, like. Yeah, so how it works is, like, they got, like, the modding community mods, and then there's, like, the... I think it gets way more flack than it does, like, Xbox is, or Bethesda is just trying to, like, celebrate mm-hmm. some of their modders by giving, like, a paid mod yeah. where in, like, their creation club, but uh, people really don't like paying for things, so there's a lot of hate on that. But, I don't know, I just go to the modding community one anyways, just because they they're awesome. Changes mm-hmm. the game completely. Didn't like, didn't like Fallout New Vegas get like a big mod, like the Frontier or something. Um, which, like, I'm not added, sure added, about like, the older game. ones, but I, I, I know you're talking about right, yeah. Fallout yeah, 4 it just is, like, came out like very recently, a few months ago. It just I, I apparently okay. had like a whole new game to it. So yeah, that was. Yeah, there are mods that are basically like expansions for for games. Yeah. Yep. Changed all the way the way it goes. I guess I would just as long as as long as creators can get some sort of credit or monetary um, thing for the for their work, I think that's probably the most Ooh. important. Like, hmm? have you guys played you know a Fortnite creative when it was a thing? So they used to highlight like the person who created a custom map each week, so they could do that. That would be quite interesting. No, I don't play Fortnite. I'm I'm over the age of eight. Ooh. <laughs> for nice yeah but I, i'm not gonna lie out of all the commercials that you see on youtube theirs are always so interesting I still oh yeah they have great cgi trailers i won't even i and they, like they know how to make a trailer it's cool like and yeah. like how the world progresses and like supposedly i'm just like just by the trailers you could call me an idiot down below but like they had raptors that you could tame now and like weird things happening in the world. Like that sounds so cool. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna they say, have raptors like, oh, it's hot trash. Yeah, there's like so raptors like you can ride and, like, raptors around could the go map. around. Yeah, and like oh, you know okay. how you would like break apart a trash can for bullets? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. You would break it apart and there's like meat and different bones and things in there now that you can make like a little combination of like a souffle or whatever and you could craft it 
and give it to like some wolves that'll then be passive towards you and like follow you around and help you for the rest of the game. Like that sounds wow. cool, man. I'm not gonna lie, like it mm-hmm. it's tempting. You you definitely got my intrigue, but those builders they're still there. I'm still gonna get spammed. <laughs> yeah. <gonna> <laughs> Builder pro. <Yeah. laughs> Well, we'll uh, we'll see if the modding uh, system comes to Xbox. But that is all we have for this week. Um, so I think we're we're gonna end it there. I'm uh, I'm roasting to death. It is like 90 degrees here. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go try to cool off and kill this bee that is trapped in my bathroom. So uh, <laughs> everyone, I, I hope you like the show. A little shorter than we we've been doing. A little more uh, relaxed. Um, just just you know, Chan talking. Um, sorry, it's not live, but we will be back next week. Make sure to come around four forty-five, uh, five p.m. Eastern time. Around those, we'll we'll be live on our, our YouTube channel. We'll sort out all our technical issues. So, once again, like, share, subscribe if you if you like the video. Um, check out our other podcasts if you want more from us. I know everyone needs something to do now that uh, you know pandemic's ending. You're gonna be driving back to work soon. You need something to listen to. So, uh, why not why not throw us on? We'll we'll spend the afternoon with you. So. Uh, thank you. Uh, Garrett, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Xbox at Way1G. Amon, where can they find you? You can find me at Amon underscore M05 on Twitter. And, yeah, that's and you can find me at the Muffinmon. That's a 1 and 7 I and an O instead of an A. We will uh, see you next week. Thank you once again. Goodbye. Peace out.